0: Podcast
1: is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Razban IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have with me Spencer Ferron. Spence, firstly, apologies in advance. I've got a bit of a sore throat. Um, so we're trying to get through this as, as well as I can. And your daughter is uh, one to become famous <laughs> like a father. <laughs>
0: <Say> hello. <laughs>
1: Say
0: hello to Uncle Raz. Hello. You're all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Spence, I know we only caught up a few days ago, um, and I really wanted to kind of get your thoughts this week on on a huge fight. Um, Javante Davis, a man spoken so highly by his former promotional team in May with the Promotions, and Ryan Garcia, both have crazy amounts of following online, and it's, it's a super fight. We know celebrities and stars are going to come out for this in Vegas. Um, just want you to break it down for me.
0: It's it's an incredible mouth watering fight that because there has been a blueprint put by Floyd Mayweather about how to generate money and stuff like this, it is times where you are here, my kids, right? Where it is where we get massive fights where people tend to avoid each other now. Right, and regardless who wins or loses in this fight, right, this should be a uh, uh, this should be the benchmark of how things go when you have two guys who are at the top of of their craft and saying, "Come on, let's meet each other. No dilly dallying about. No um, elongated negotiations." Um, let's make this happen. And fair play to these guys for them them going out and making this fight happen. It's a great fight, man. It's a very, very juicy fight. Um, And now that um, Ryan Garcia is working with um, Joel Goosen, I remember Joel Goosen from back in the day when he had Michael Nunn, Michael Second to Nunn, who for... For for a for a time, he was spoken as the baddest middleweight ever. He was a Southpaw, he was incredibly quick, incredibly very same attributes physically to to Garcia. So I know that he will be learning some stuff in there because I'm telling you, Michael Nunn was actually his his name, second to none. Everybody rated that guy. He was he's superb, especially like it was it eighty-eight when he went, became the IBF um the IBF middleweight champion of the world when he defeated um Frank Tate. And Frank Tate was a former Olympic gold medalist. So yeah, I've known about the Goosens for a long time. The Goosens are they've worked with great fighters right throughout. He's worked with great fighters. You know what I mean? Diego Corrales he worked with famously. He's worked with good fighters. So and he always kind of gets these tall guys. He did a bit with Ame Khan. He gets these kind of tall guys so he knows that's Position these guys to be in and out, especially when they're dealing with shorter fires. This is not going to be no pushover for for. This is not going to be no pushover for Tank. I'm telling you this now. It's not going to be a pushover for Tank, because this kid, if he truly believes in himself, then he's going to give Tank a torrid night. Let's talk a little bit about Tank. He's. I remember being at his fight when he
1: fought. I think it was Pedraza on the Badu Jack James DeGale undercard at the Barclays Center in New York. And I remember being there. And I'm like, wow, this kid is. He's got something about him. And and we've seen over the past couple of fights... Nobody's
0: beating Pajaza like that. Not even Lomachenko. Nobody's beating Pajaza like that. Just put that... Let's add that one in there as well.
1: And I've seen him over the last couple of fights where sometimes he's he's not doing as well as he is. But he's got this ability to just turn on the
0: pressure and and carries a lot of power. Yeah. You, you know what? He's not just a power puncher. So don't take that out. Oh, well, the kid can just... He can just bang Right, because he's shorter than most of his opponents as well. Yeah, you know I mean, he skittles around the ring and he looks for openings. And when he when he does, he's very, very precise in, in taking advantage of opportunity. Very precise. Especially his uppercuts. Uh, you know, yeah, he the way he knocked out Leo Santa Cruz was vicious, man. So that was a brutal, brutal knockout. Right. So when you look on the guy, you know that he's he's serious. He's he's a serious guy. If you just read, re, it was like was it yesterday? It's 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 trended um, where he and Ryan Garcia was on a FaceTime together, and they said, "Look, yeah, let's 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 do it for all the marbles." Then, like, I'll take your purse. Let's gamble the whole purse. You know, that's not really going to happen, but that's a fighter's mentality. We say, "Yeah, I've got, that's how confident I am to, that I can defeat you. I can beat you." So yeah, let's do that. But you know what? Hopefully not, because they both deserve their pay packets. Spence, what are the key attributes so here? What, what does
1: Javante carry that Ryan has to be careful of? and what does Ryan have that Javante has, has to be careful of?
0: I would say Javante Davis has to be really, really careful. And we're saying, oh, well, he's, the kid's only got a left hook, right? But it's how he throws the left hook, right? Because he can throw the, he can throw the left hook from out, out of range, right? And he can throw the left hook from inside as well. And he, he doubles and triples up that level hook, that, the left hook. Um, we're also taking away when we're saying like with Ryan Garcia like oh it's it's just got left hook it's not that it's how he stands to throw his jab right he doesn't just throw the jab like you throw the, the jab as a range finder but because it comes out so fast it hurts because speed generates power right with, with tank it's more like tank has to create openings now he could create openings by feinting right to draw the lead uh, especially because he's a south Pole, by fainting and coming up with his right hook but then praying that, that, that he's got horrible it's horrid his 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 left or right uppercut they're horrible shots you know they are horrible horrible shots and I think I believe that it's going to be more to do with like the the, the intimidation that Tank could bring and that aura of invincibility that he brings to the table that could kind of put Ryan Garcia, this is the biggest fight Ryan Garcia's life, right? To to put him in that uncomfortability, that uncomfortable zone. If he can do that, if he if Tank can do that, then Tank could either bully him early, because I actually see this fight going late, because he's got to get inside of um, Ryan Ryan Garcia's arms. But whereas Ryan Garcia can box, he could like play it safe. This fight, not saying it's going to be boring. But I'm saying, like, I think Ryan Garcia would need to fight knowing that he's got reserves in his tank, not going all guns blazing. Because when, you, when you're when all guns blazing, even though you're a taller man with in longer arms, when you're in punching range, you can hit your opponent, but also your opponent can hit you. So if Ryan Garcia can make tank overthink by just sticking at his arms, going up and down, and then firing, he could still rounds like that. If you can still rounds like that and not get over brave to say, like, I'm trying to go for the knockout off of the back straight, because um we've seen tank in hard fights. He's 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 not chinny, he's not a chinny fire, right? But we've also seen what Luke Campbell did to Ryan Garcia. And Luke, if Luke Campbell managed to knock you over, And you're thinking, well, that's Luke Campbell. What would what would Tank do to you? And the thing about it is this, they're both Southports. And I know for a fact that. I ain't got hit by Luke Campbell. I ain't got hit by Tank. But we look on the records and say, like, Tank hits harder than Luke Campbell. So if he could get you over, then what would Tank do to you? But Tank cannot be sitting down and banking on the fact, well, you get knocked over because the kid's very fast and he can go in and out. And sometimes Tank is... Tank doesn't attack you straight off of the back. He'll be skittling around, having a look, see what you got. Then he attacks. This is what makes it a great fight, man.
1: When you talk about Ryan's left hook, and you mentioned in Luke Campbell's fight, is that a good example to, to portray where he, he fainted to go, go to Luke's body uh, go to Luke's head. Luke thought the yeah, left and he went downstairs. Head, yeah. and he went downstairs to
0: the body. Do um, you know what? To be, to be real, even though Luke Campbell was an incredible amateur fighter, an Olympic banterweight gold medalist, those tricks are regularly demonstrated. In the gyms in America, where you're you're fainting to 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 dummy where you're gonna throw the shot, like you're gonna go left hook. You're gonna well, you got a left hook. You, there's only two places you can go. You can go head or you can go body with it, right? Um. So, but if you see how tank how tank fights, how tank fights, left hook him being a southpaw, he's open to get caught with a left hook. Right, because of where his head in position, so left hook, left hook is coming from around that side here, right, and usually tank fights like him with his hands here, so he's got to be careful of that shot because everyone likes to say like, ah, oh, it's the it's the it's the right hook when you're dealing with, I'm sorry, the straight right hand when you're dealing with southpaws, and that's not necessarily true. The left hook, because you can generate the power. Is a very dangerous shot while you're when you're going out, you're dealing with South fires. fighters.
1: So it's Tuesday today, we're a few days away from the fight. I'm sure the hypes and start really building up in, in Las Vegas.
0: Spence, put your money down. How is this gonna end? It's Ramadan. I don't gamble anyway, right? But <laughs> to be to be to be to be real with you, I've got a strange feeling, you know that Ryan Garcia could pull this one off, you know. I have a very strange feeling about Ryan Garcia pulling this one off. But put that feeling to one side, I think it's going to be pretty even. Um, It's going to be pretty even and maybe shading it to Ryan Garcia when we go into about the eighth or ninth round and then Tank just proper sticks it on him. And I mean proper sticks on him. And I don't think Ryan Garcia will be able to handle um tank going at him like that. but I could really see this fight going long, and I do. I could see this fight going long over a couple of knockdowns either way um, and and tank
1: winning on points. just a final one on this. I know. Tank is no longer with Mayweather promotions, but how great would it have been in the build up to have Floyd Mayweather there with Tank and then obviously Oscar Del Hoya there with Ryan Garcia? Just the, the build up, we know what them two fighters went through in the past
0: as well. Well, the thing about it is this is like he's no longer with, with Floyd, um, but um, Floyd's still in the picture somewhere, so and I and I guarantee because I see Leonard Elibi around, that's Floyd's manager um so they're still in a mix it's just that he's actually left Floyd to say I want to do my own thing and then they come with me and like and Floyd you've heard him say like I give you my blessings for you to go and do that I want you to surpass numbers I want you to do great stuff which I think is very commendable with Floyd Mayweather because a lot of times Floyd Mayweather comes across as being egotistical or seemingly being that way I just think it's um him him doing things that constantly remain in a public eye so um it would have been great to see that but who knows? I think we're still going to see that anyway. I think Floyd's still going to be about. I think Floyd's definitely going to be at that fight. So I think Floyd's going to be about. I know that people are flying in from the UK to go and watch this fight. This is how, how juicy the fight is. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm 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 pleasantly looking forward to it. I'll be doing a watch along for that fight. With myself and Baba Tundia Jay. So tune into the Stamina for Sale YouTube channel. We'll be doing that. Me, myself, and the man behind the cam, Gary Blake. So tune into that. Um, on Saturday Saturday night or Sunday morning, and I'll be looking forward to speak to Raz in the morning um, when when he be trying to tell me that my prediction was totally wrong. You know what? <laughs> I th- the reason why I say I think this fight's going to go points because I don't think Ryan Garcia is going to take those chances, and and he's got a good teacher behind him. I rate Joe, Goose. Joe uh, Dan. Uh, I rate because I'm mean, to the ten goose kind of ten brothers, right? Uh Goosen's a very good trainer, man. Very, very good trainer. And I know they would have sat down and studied this fight endlessly. But we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen come fight night. Um, but I'm looking forward to the fight, man. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that fight. I think it's it's spectacular. We've had some great things happening for boxing over the last two to two to three weeks. And, and, it, and it's continuing now, so I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. I think the, the lightweight division is, is, is blowing. And the rumor is the rumor is that Terence Crawford and Errol Spencer meant, meant to make their announcement at that fight, right? I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be an announcement that's going to be happening. But you know what? We like to romanticize. I'd love to see that happen.
1: Yeah, we look forward to it. great night of boxing uh, on the zone on Saturday night. Spencer, as always, appreciate your time. And yeah, as you stated, speak to you on Sunday after the fight. Top man. Take care. Spencer right. for TV. Thank you very much.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.